0: The Golden Voice of the Great Southwest, and you're listening to Loafer's Glory, the hobo jungle of the mind. I saw the running man shadowed because I was looking into the sun. He said, I can't see you, friend flickered, and vanished. I saw the still man on a corner, one hand up, holding a match, the other a matchbook, cigarette between his lips, perfectly motionless. Between them, a vast, chaotic, addictive wandering, forever one step closer to here, forever one step further away. I can't see you, friend. The match will never, never strike the matchbook. Both tell me, It is nearly over. Tonight, the trains are rolling through the prairies of my heart. I cannot go away from here. I cannot stay. But now, I own the right of way. For once, the track ahead is clear. Once again, and uh, in the studio here with Steve Baker, the engineer. Those the Boersdorfs you we were just listening to. And we're in our my hometown here of Nevada City, California, up here in the, the Sierra, where it's been unseasonably cold. Now, I don't know when you're listening to this. You could be listening to this on St. Swithin's Day, for all I know. They shuffle these things around, bouncing them off of the eye and the sky, uh, but where I am in real time, I suppose they call it. It's almost uh, Memorial Day, which is a big day in our family. It's uh, I put up my flower stand down here next to the hot dog stand on the, over on Broad Street next to the New York Hotel, and then of course uh, as soon as people leave the graves they've decorated, uh, we gather the flowers and bring them downtown and I sell them. We've sometimes sold the same flowers five or six times during one day. And, of course, my wife takes some down to Grass Valley for that market. We call our little business Pushing Daisies. But it um, certainly supplements the family income. That's the big news around our house, of course, is uh, uh, the raccoon that got uh, run over out on uh, Red Dog Road before you turn onto Berggren Lane. And... Um, and uh, it was—it's a shame. I hate to see that happen. But my wife Joanna found a little, a little baby raccoon now abandoned, of course, in the bushes alongside the road. We took it home, and she's been raising that raccoon. Uh, Bottle-fed it. Um, got it so they have little little hands. So it will sit at the table and eat, and it could even hold utensils. A paper trained it, so it only used the paper over in the corner. course, uh, a while back, it began to get some growth on it, felt that mating urge, and began to whimper and cry. So she had to turn it loose out the back door and watched it go away. Joanna waited on the back porch for, oh, two, three days, two, three nights, hoping that that uh, raccoon would come back. Well... Third night, there she saw it up through the cedar grove, right on the skyline, and it let out a squeal and ran down the hill. And she, right up on the porch, she bent over to pick it up. It ran right between her legs and skidded to a stop on that newspaper over in the corner. We are going to have a program today of traveling songs. I, I did one before, but there's it's not there's way way too much to be able to do it in one hour, so. Right now I want you to listen to a, a, a song that I just discovered from the mid-1920s by a person I know absolutely nothing about, Malcolm Leggett, uh, but it has a wonderful yodel in it. It's called The Song of the Tramp.
1: There was a tramp named Robin Bill. upon the ground And every evening just about eight that roving son of a gun would play upon an old guitar And this
2: is what he You lay, you Good lady.
1: Coming home from work would listen to him there.
3: And
1: then there came a maiden with pretty eyes of blue, and says, "Mr. Tramp, please sing that
2: song
1: once more before you through
2: you Here
1: Love to cut one hole, and soon the pair were married and living harmony. And Bill still sings his little
2: song. You do, da do, do da dee. It
0: Wonderful! I was. If anybody knows anything more about Malcolm Leggett, you L E G E T T E, you let me know about that. I think's got a darn fine yodel, and uh, I'd just like to find out more of his music. You know. That's a scratchy old record, and there are programs I'm aware of that uh, that you can pump this stuff, download it into a hard drive, whatever the hell that means, and use a sound enhancement and take all the scratches out and take all of that and make it, uh, you know, perfectly uh, like, it, like it would be recorded today. But, you know, not only can I afford not to do that, but damn it, you know, I don't want to turn yesterday into today. I want the past to speak to me from then to now, and... I like those scratches. I like that, that hissing sound. Uh, I would miss it terribly if this, uh, if this, these things were ever cleaned up. We're going to listen to another one of those. Um, a tramp song here, a very old tramp song. I guess my one of my mentors uh, on the traveling road was Fry and Pan Jack. You know, I've talked so much about him before. Fry Pan Jack told me one time he was walking down a road uh, trying to get a trying to get a handout. It was a farm country. It was up in Oregon. He was walking down the road there and he saw a very elderly woman out in the apple orchard holding a giant hog up over her head so that it could eat the apples off of the tree. Well, Jack said he ambled out there and ambles part way between a sachet and perambulation. You learn how to walk when you're tramping the roads. He ambled out there and said to her, Ma'am, it's going to take you a long time to fatten up them hogs that way. She said, "Aw hell, time don't mean nothing to a hog anyway. A Zen aphorism. Let's listen to two fellows that were on the boards touring in the rural South from 1914 until 1915 or until 1950. Burnett and Rutherford, the ramblin', reckless hobo.
4: Ralph and Rick, his boat left his happy home. Started on a western trip by himself alone. He said upon this western trip, I guess I'll have some fun. Sanding at the kitchen house, and there's a song he sung. Sanding on the platform, I smoked in the jeep. Car, waiting for a freight train to catch an empty car. Thinking of those good old times of wishing they'd come again. from a thousand miles away from home bombing the railroad train. Kindness, kindness, will they give me a bite to eat? What a little day. A full corn bread and a little piece of meat. She threw her arms around me, and said, love you as a friend. But if I give to you this time, you'll be bumming around again. Kindness, kindness, don't talk to me so loud. You think I An moon above me all time. When I left her kitchen, I was rolling down in town. I heard the doubleheader blow. I thought he's western bound. I walked up to the railroad, got to the railroad shop. I heard the agent tell a man that freight train would not stop. Don't think because I'm a railroad boy that I am not alright My pocketbook is empty, my heart is filled with pain I'm a thousand miles away from home,
0: I'm bombing the railroad train All aboard. Burnett and Rutherford, I could say out traveling around from 1914 until 1950. And you hear in that song a little bit of uh, watching for the trains, watching the trains go by. The Danville girls are waiting for a train by the great Jimmy Rogers. You know, those songs were all made out of what we call maverick stanzas, and they roam about from song to song, just like tramps roam about from, from place to place. Slow motion shorty was uh, booming through... I guess it was Wish from Washington. Yeah, got himself a job along the road, as you know, you boom down the road and you try to find day labor that'll get you up a road stake so you can go on to the next place. Saw so a fellow was building a an outhouse. It was mostly done. He was out there planing the boards for the door, and uh slow motion shorty stopped by to help him out, at least to get a square meal. Well, he decided to run some field trials on that new crapper. Shorty did so. He went in there and sat down. When he got up to pull his pants up, some loose change fell out of his pocket down the hole. Well, slow motion, Shorty took his wallet out of his pocket, took out a dollar bill and threw it down the hole. That fella said, "What the hell you do that for?" He said, "You don't think I'm going down there for thirty-five cents, do you?" Tramps aren't that dumb. I used to love to sing in a bar in Chicago called Holstein's up on North Lincoln, what the reviewers chose to call the chic North Lincoln folk strip. Holstein's was the best of them. It was a, it was a bar, yes, but the bar was in one room and the concert hall was in another. Fred Holstein could get after-hours drunk out for a convention in Chicago to sing with him, to sing along with him, and get to sing along on folk songs, I mean on people's music. And they would sing like angels, and as they came back year after year, it began to sound like the Norman Carbuncle Choir. It was absolutely beautiful. I think the best renditions of Haywire Max McClintock's uh, hobo songs uh, were were recorded by Fred Holstein. Here's my old friend Fred Holstein singing the bum songs. Ah.
4: Hallelujah, I'm a bum. Hallelujah, bum again. Hallelujah,
3: give us a handout to revive us again.
5: Welcome all you jolly jokers if you want to have some fun. And listen while I relate the tale of the great American bum. From east to west from north to south like a swarm of bees they come They wear a shirt, they live in the dirt, they're dirty and full of grum I am a bum, a jolly old bum, and I live like a royal turk I have good luck and I bum on my chuck and the hell with a man that works Well it's early in the morning when the dew is on the ground The bum arises from his nest and gazes all around Well going east he's loaded, and going west he's tight guess we'll have to hop aboard the fast express tonight i am a bum a jolly old bum and i live like a royal turk i have good luck and i bum on my chuck and the hell with a man that works well i met a man the other day i never saw before he asked me if i wanted a job a shovel and iron ore i asked him what the wages was he said ten cents a ton I said, oh, fella, go scratch your ass, I'd rather be on the bum. I am a bum, a jolly old bum, and I live like a royal turk. I have good luck, and I bum on my check, and the hell with a man that works. Oh, lady, would you be kind enough to give me something to eat? A piece of bread and butter and a ten-foot slice of meat. Some apple pie and custard just to tickle me appetite. Really, I'm so hungry, don't know where to sleep tonight I am a bum, a jolly old bum, and I live like a royal turk I have good luck and I bum on my chuck And the hell with a man that works Why I'm a hobo And why I sleep in the ditch It isn't because I'm lazy No, I just don't want to get rich I could eat from dishes It's just a matter of choice But when I eat from an old tin can There ain't no dishes to wash Diddly dum dee dum Well, I could be a conductor And never have a wreck But any kind of a railroad man To me is a pain in the neck well, I could write in a Pullman, but there it is again. The plush they put in the Pullman seats it tickles my sensitive skin de dum eat' de,'ll deedle it'll Well, I could be a banker. If ever I wanted to be, but well, the very thought of an iron cage is too suggestive for me. Well I could be an accountant and always balance my books, but reading figures a weak as my eyes and glasses spoils my looks. Diddle dum did it dum did I could be a tenor and easily strike. I see, but I heard one on the radio, and that was enough for me. Whenever I think of Lincoln, I never can forgive a guy that murder a man like him and let these tenors live. Diddley dum, diddley dum, dum, Be a soldier and hold my rifle steady, but why in the hell should I volunteer? They'll draft me when they're ready. You wonder why I'm a hobo and why I sleep in the ditch. It ain't because I'm lazy, no. I just don't want to get rich. Diddley dum, diddle dum, diddle, diddle, dum, dee
0: Fred Holstein. I sure miss Fred. He's bartending, uh, I think, on Halstead, or North Lincoln, one or the other, there at Sturch's Bar. Uh, someday I might get back there and have a chance to see him and his brother, Ed, who used to used to run the place, fine singer himself. Uh... A lot of tramps that I've run into travel with dogs, to call rail dogs. And dogs have always hung around on the rail, rail yards. Years ago, the railway, uh, the R.E.A. railway express agency, a baggage agents, used to have dogs to guard the baggage uh, rooms. And these dogs would get onto uh, boxcars. And finally, they had to put tags on them. Uh, telling whoever found them what their uh, station of origin was. And a a dog, a rail dog, would sometimes cycle through the whole system until finally he got delivered back to the station where he lived. Tramps sometimes traveled with dogs, not only for the protection, but because of of the companionship. There's a museum over in Golden, Colorado that I visited. It's a railroad museum up by Central City. And in, that, in one of the glass cases there, you'll see a leather dog collar with a silver plate on the side. And uh, that's, that collar was given by the people of that town to a dog who barked and uh, woke up a, a telegraph agent in time to receive the message that there was a washout up ahead and that he was able to flag the train in time and present an awful disaster. And on the side of that dog collar, that, that silver plate, it says, To Queenie. The more we see of men, the more we love dogs. Well, I crossed the Great Divide up there for the first time in Grand Junction, Colorado, uh, uh, headed up toward the Moffat Tunnel, punching the Great Divide. And of course, crossing the Great Divide is a singular experience in any tramp's life. It's uh, kind of like being there, crossing the equator for the first time. Uh, it's a, an occasion for, fraught with ritual and massive libation. Ritual is when you you know you've t- topped the divide and you're about to head down the other side. When you're right at the top, you lurch to the boxcar door, take off, out your lily and siphon it on the breeze after you've grabbed the door jamb and firmly in one hand's here not pitched out into the unrelieved wilderness. But then you can spend the rest of your mortal existence visualizing half of your bodily fluids wending their way down the Great Divide to the Pacific Ocean and the far Spice Islands beyond and the other half going down into the Platte River, into the Mississippi, into the Gulf of Mexico. It's a cosmic experience. Up there in Grand Junction there was a little dog Oh, owned by a tramp, I suppose, who had lost his life or had wandered off or been thrown in jail. The dog was always there. It was called the Queen of the Rails. Uh, the brakeman and switchman used to feed it, take care of it. I think one of the brakemen, the way I heard it, finally retired and took the dog, the Queen of the Rails, away with him. I made a song about that, Queen of the Rails. I guess his name was Boomer Bill, If that won't do another will. A hobo doesn't need a name, cause he never gets no mail. And the only friend old Boomer had to ride with him through good and bad was a shaggy little mongrel he called Queen of the Rails. The black smoke choo-choo's gone away, bum and it's just not the same. Dreams are few and far between, but memories seldom fail. Waiting down there by the track for her master to come back You can count on seeing that old dog called Queen of the Rails Old Boomer bummed the Rio Grande. the Santa Fe, and never planned On where he'd be from day to day, the jungle or the jail But when the snow was falling down, he'd catch a California bound With that little dog to keep him warm, old queen of the rails The black spoke choo-choo's gone away, bumming it's just not the same Dreams are few and far between, but memories seldom fail Waiting down there by the track for her master to come back You can count on seeing that old dog, old queen of the rails One day he went to get a bone, left his little pal alone. He crossed the coupling joints of a train that blocked the yard. They switched a reefer off the main and humped it into Boomer's train. He fell and died beneath the iron wheels so cold and hard. The black smoke choo-choo's gone away, bum, and it's just not the same. Dreams are few and far between, but memories seldom fail. If there's a place for some old friend who waits until the journey's end, the boomer he'll be glad to see old Queen of the Rails. Ah, oh, Queen of the Rails. That's my, it was my always my favorite run through the Moffat Tunnel, and I've talked about it so many times. But I, I use that like a commuter freight train just to go between Larimer Square and Denver back to the Roper Yards in Salt Lake. i love loved that cafe down in the Roper Yard too. I made up a song about that, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll someday we'll get around to that one. Right now, I want to I want to tell you a story. You know, I've said to you before how how honest it is working on the street, how working on the street, singing on the street, doing whatever, making your living out on the street, as a performer, is the most honest living you can make because you get back exactly what you put out, nothing more and nothing less. Here's a story about a a fellow I met working on the street in uh, Spokane, Washington. I first met Gordon Vales in Spokane, Washington. He sat down in the public park and tore pictures with one great thumbnail. Pictures of everything real and imaginary, and he never looked at his hands. Gordon had been put in a mental institution as a baby. They never tested him. Nobody knew if he was retarded. He grew up institutionally retarded. They never let the kids have scissors because they were afraid that they would hurt themselves. So he took to tearing pictures, and that's how he shifted through the world. Whenever I got to feel that I was falling through the world too fast, I will go down and sit with Gordon and listen to his simple talk and watch his hands, and it would bring me back to the center of all things. I'm a reader of books, a teller of stories, a poet in danger of drowning in words, and sometimes a singer who needs to remember that some songs are better off left to the birds. The shadow maker still picks at the paper and hands back a shadow that looks just like me. He's better than some with an eye and a thumb for he knows how to touch and he knows how to see. The young artist waits for his friends at the doorway and feeds on the praise that belongs to the proud. His muses all dressed in their gallery best will bend down to greet the applause of the crowd. The shadow maker still picks at the paper a bucking horse cowboy as plain as can be. But he's better than most with a lie a boast, for he knows how to touch and he knows how to see. It's one of those nights in the heat of the lights when the truth is a razor electric and shrill. the mannequins sing and the registers ring And the dead tell us all how the living can kill. The shadow maker still picks at the paper I feel like a door that's been handed the key. He's better than some with a knife or a gun For he knows how to touch and he knows how to see. The shadow maker still picks at the paper And hands back a shadow that looks just like me. He's better than some with an eye and a thumb For he knows how to touch and he knows how to see Here we are back again after listening to Blind Kenny Hall. I know that every time I do this show I mention his name, but I want you to always remember the name of Blind Kenny Hall. And uh, eventually he's going to get one of those National Heritage Awards for being a national treasure, which he certainly is, and, and he certainly deserves it. So much of what I learned about the traveling life, about doing it, and about how it came about in this country, especially in the West, I learned off of my elders, one of the principal ones was Jack Miller. Jack Miller was an organizer for the industrial workers of the world, the Wobblies. And, of course, that was, when they were booming workers, you, you worked hard, but you worked from place to place, from job to job, generally riding on the freight trains. Uh, Jack Miller wound up running the Senior Citizen Center up there in, uh, in Seattle for many years, and that's one of the places that I got to know him best. Jack Miller talked about the time that they burned the bindles. Uh, you know, in those days, he said everybody carried what they owned on their back as they moved from place to place. Your bindle, your your balloon, they called it, and uh, packing the banners sometimes. Well, he said that there were no bunks in the in the bunkhouses in the logging camps. Uh, there was no bedding. You you lay awake beside the fire, hoping your clothes would dry out to go to work the next morning who said in 1917, by common consent, all those booming workers boomed into the railroad yards all through the Northwest, piled up their bindles in the makeup yards, poured kerosene on them, and burned them up. They burned up everything they had and forced the bosses to put bunkhouses into the logging camps. My friends, direct action gets the goods. Jack Miller said to me, he was a little guy, said the first job he ever got working in a logging camp, they uh he, he was still standing in a shape up there in line and the the foreman he got up to the foreman, and the foreman looked at him and said uh well you're too little to do a job like this and uh, jack miller said well hell I, I i burnt up my road stake getting up here and you got to give me a crack at it well he said all right he's got a fun with him he said see that little uh sapling over there about a two inch sapling and and Jack said, "Yeah, I see it." He he unslung his double-bitted axe, was uh, hanging on a on a, a belt around his shoulders, took it daintily between his thumb and his forefinger, swung it around his head, and snipped that little sapling off right at root level. Uh, it was phenomenal. Well, the uh, foreman began to take him a little more seriously. He said, "Well, that, why don't you try that sugar pine over there? It was a substantial piece of business." wick snicker snack with that vorpal axe jack miller went after that and down it came and 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 the foreman was astonished and looked at jack miller and said where did you learn how to do that he said well it was in the sahara forest you mean the sahara desert sure now jack miller first sang this song to me it was one of those old bunkhouse boom and loggin songs called the lumberjack's prayer I pray, dear Lord, for Jesus' sake, give us this day a T-bone steak. Hallowed be thy holy name, but don't forget to send the same. Oh, hear my humble cry, O Lord, and send us down some decent board, brown gravy and some German fried, with sliced tomatoes on the side. Observe me on my bended legs, I'm asking you for ham and eggs, and if thou have us custard pies, I'd like, dear Lord, the largest size Oh, hear my cry, almighty host I quite forgot the quail on toast And let your kindly heart be stirred And stuff some oysters in that bird (laughs) Dear Lord, we know your holy wish On Friday we must have a fish Our flesh is weak and spirit stale You better make that fish a whale Oh, hear me, Lord, remove these dogs, these sausages of powdered logs, your bull beef hash and bearded sprouts. Take them to hell or thereabouts with alum bread and pressed beef butts, dear Lord, you damn near root my guts, your whitewashed milk and oleorene. I wish to Christ I'd never seen. Oh, hear me, Lord, I'm praying still, but if you won't, our union will Put pork chops on the bill of fare and starve no workers anywhere. Amen. A way of life, a way of life booming from job to job. Oh, I've done enough of that, Ch- chipping bricks in the brickyard so they could sell the old bricks because uh, they were better than the new ones. Swamping in the bars, you know, the person who washes it out. Pearl diving, dishwasher, what these days they call a hydroceramic technician. One of the most common booming trades uh, coming up into the 20s and the 30s was cannery work, working in the canneries up and down the West Coast out here. Here's a very rare song, put out by the union, by the CIO, uh, sung, written and sung by Vern Partlow, who was a blacklisted newspaper man from Los Angeles and uh, had to go to work in the canneries in order to make a living. Uh, I was so lucky to find this in a second-hand store, Vern Partlow singing Cannery Bill. <laughs>
6: ¶¶ Come um, all you cannery workers, good news to you I'll tell How FTA-CIO has come in here to dwell To help the workers organize their destiny fulfill We'll do the job as sure as My name is Cannery Bill My name is Cannery Bill, oh my name is Cannery Bill I'm a USAM-CIO, my name is Cannery Bill I've worked in Sacramento, wandered up and down, slaving in the canneries in the California towns. Stockton and Modesto, Selma, Sunnyville, Oakland and Hayward. my name is Cannery Bill. Peaches, pears, apricots, tomatoes, big and round, cutting, sorting, canning. The speed up tears you down Hours long, wages low You try to get ahead You join up in the CIO And the boss calls you a rat My name is Cannery Bill Oh, my name is Cannery Bill I'm a U.S.A.N.C.I.O. My name is Cannery Bill now we've got a union, F-T-A-C-I-O, the boss called in the Teamsters, we told them where to go, we won a big election, but the bosses got cut, they signed up with the Teamsters, company union stuff. the workers were fired, for they would not play the game. Of the phony company union that bore the Teamsters' name They braved clubs and tear gas but swore they would not go For any cannery union but F-T-A-C-I-O The Teamsters are stooging and that is plain to see For the Bank of America that runs the canneries We've got a new election. The vote is bound to say the workers want the CIO, the union, FTA. My name is Cannery Bill. Oh, my name is Cannery Bill. I'm a USA and CIO. My name is Cannery Bill. When we can, the teamsters, the boss's scheme will fail. We'll strike a blow for freedom. In the cannery sweatshop jail we'll get higher wages, vacations with we'll pay, safe conditions where we work with a good old FTA. All races, all religions, we're 60,000 strong. We're tired of being pushed around, we've been abused so long. F-T-A-C-I-O, we'll fight for it until we win that vote as sure as. My name is Canary Bill. My name is Canary Bill, yes, and I have had my fill. I'm U-S-A-N-C-I-O, my name is Canary Bill.
0: Henry Bill, Vern Partlow. You know, another way to make a living when you're traveling on the road that we don't often think about, and that's uh, working carny. I've, I've done a little bit of that. Uh, I don't know how many of you remember the old sideshow days before you went into the big top. There was always work there. There was just always work around the tents themselves or just with the carnies with the that moved from uh, one state fair to the next, and it's a, it's a whole way of life. I think the best sideshow act I ever saw in my life was a, a, a tent at a carny, and a, a, a small fellow came out dressed in an old ratty tuxedo with a little podium and a, a box sitting on that podium, and he announced to the assemblage that Rolaids absorbed ten times their weight. He ate five pounds of them and vanished. That's hard to believe. Here's an old Kearney song. You know, I've played Haywire Mac McClintock doing the Tramp songs. Of course, he wrote Hallelujah, I'm a Bum and Big Rock Candy Mountain. Here's a rare old Haywire Mac because he worked in the Kearney. Uh, he's singing Circus Days.
7: Hold your horses, the elephants are coming. All oh, my little honeypin arose on me For I'm just as happy as a bumblebee I must see that big parade, hear that steam piano play. Got to see the band coming down the street. Got to buy the tickets for a big front seat. Oh, see them, oh, hear them, ain't that music grand? Let's go, let's go. I've got to see that show on Circus Day. Just see that mule wearing pants. So me do the hoochie dance. Watch the acrobats tumbling round. See that great big funny clown. Look out for that big grizzly bear. He's a fright. He will bite on circus day. Just comes around but once a year. Oh, my honey, ain't you glad you're here? All the sideshows we'll investigate. And the monkeys we will investigate. Oh, you circus day. Ladies and gentlemen, kindly turn your attention to the large banner displayed upon the left showing a correct pictorial representation of the gigantic leaping abyssinian lizard, measuring 72 feet from the top of his head to the tip of his tail, and 72 feet from the tip of his tail to the top of his head, making 144 feet in all.
3: Again, Chainsaw!
7: Next, we have Kiwi, the Australian wonder, sitting in a den of sliding, gliding serpents. Scientists tell us that the system of this strange creature has become so permeated with the poison from these venomous reptiles that she must be bitten at least once in 24 hours in order to maintain life.
3: Again, Tinsley.
7: Next, we have a den of black-maned African lions. Professor Richard Dickensel will enter that den of lions, and if he is lucky, he will come out alive. See them show their angry teeth. They have the will? Yes, they have the power, but they dare not touch their trainer. <laughs> Back, Brutus.
3: Again, Kensen!
7: Kindly remember that there is positively nothing said or done during the entire performance to shock the sensibilities of the most fastidious lady in the land, and it's all out and over 20 minutes before the big show commences.
3: Again, Kensen!
7: On Circus Day, just see that mule wearing pants, see Salome do the hoochie dance, watch the acrobats tumbling round, see that great big funny clown, look out for that big grizzly bear, he's a fright, he will bite. On Circus Day, just comes around, but once a year, oh my honey, ain't you glad you're here? All the sideshows we'll investigate, and the monkeys we will festigate. oh, you Circus
3: Day.
0: Harry McClintock, Haywire Mac McClintock. Well, we're coming to the end of this show on on booming trades. I remember fetched up in Seattle once. The train, the freight train, stopped right downtown there by the by the Pike Street Market. Of course, in the winter time, you seek out the uh, dry cleaning companies because they have a grate in their back alley where the hot air comes out. You stake that out. Uh, you send somebody into town uh, to to bring back some uh, something to drink, something that's going to get to warm you up a little bit, mostly fortified wine, you know. Uh, in this case, it was Wild Irish Rose, which used to be uh, the tramp's friend. Uh, 20% alcohol is, uh, with methylated spirits added to it. Well, we sent somebody off up the, up the street to get it while we hung on to our great... And I took out a piece of chalk, and I scrivened, you know. It used to be the time of the scriveners who wrote poetry on the sidewalks. And I wrote this little paean to Wild Irish Rose on the wall of the alley there. And right after that, we're going to listen to another old uh, medicine show, old minstrel show song. We'll drink to the rose that Barbary Allen grew, and the last rose to bid the summer fond adieu. And all the dear companions like roses faded now, But the rose within my glass is the last time will allow. Your ruby anesthetic will dull the sullen truth, As we live in faded elegance beyond the dreams of youth. Yet dreaming still of other things, though not so fair or fine, We sleep entwined with Morpheus in the painless arms of wine. Oh, some will lead the cripple, and some will lead the blind, But what of alms for him whose wound is of the mind? Oh, he will find release with the maid who bids him sup, For she has left a lover's kiss within the beggar's cup. And through all the storms that find us on the other side of life, She's been the bum's confessor, she's been the hobo's wife. And ere the book is finished, as the final pages close, I'll toast one fond remembrance to my wild Irish rose.
8: song for this one last old time before they close
9: a minstrel show banjo's got a broken string don't expect i'll get to fix it now won't be no more chance to sing i'm rusty Lay me down, Carolina,
8: lay me down. Don't want to wake up in the morning no more. Sing me one slow sad song for this one last old time before they close the minstrel
9: show. Daddy Bones is dead probably don't know or care. Frank and Arch has gone away somewhere, I don't know where. Lay me down, Carolina, lay me down.
8: Don't want to wake up in the morning. One slow sad song for this one last old time before they close the minstrel show.
10: Go to sleep you weary hoboes. Let the towns drift slowly by Listen to the steel rails humming That's the hobos lullaby Now do not think about tomorrow Let tomorrow come and go tonight you have a nice warm box car safe from all the rain and snow I know your clothes are torn and ragged. And your hair is tweaked with gray Lift your chin and smile at trouble You'll have peace and rest someday Now do not let your heart be troubled If the world calls you a bum If your mother lives, she'd love you for you're still your mother's son i know the police
3: for you
0: well i'm sorry we had to fade out on that that was of course gobel reeves and the original 1936 recording of weary hobo which he wrote, and a lot of people think Woody Guthrie wrote that, but no, it was Goble Reeves. We'll have a chance to play that whole thing for you one of these days, but right now we've run out of time. You've been listening to Loafer's Glory, the hobo jungle of the mind. Thanks for being with us. The fire is out, the moon is down, The parting glass is past and done And I am bound to leave this town Before the rising of the sun Though long's the way and far's the mile Until I rest my soul again With those who weep and those who smile And all the words and ways of man Oh, some there are who may not bide But wander to the journey's end Nor take a girl to be a bride nor take a man to be a friend. And when I'm through with wandering, I'll sit by the road and weep for all the songs I did not sing and promises I did not keep.